We'll turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And I'm going to read from verse 8. Whatever the Lord has for us in the next few minutes, we want to receive everything, take it in. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 onwards. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Praise be to God. In Luke chapter 2, we are seeing some important facts recorded by the Spirit of the Lord here. Where God in his sovereign will, he's sending his messengers, the angels of God, to carry his message to a certain group of people. See, everything God does has a purpose and has a meaning. It's symbolic and it reflects God's purposes. If you look at the revelation of God to those whom God reveals when Jesus was born, we see only the shepherds had an angelic visitation. It's very important to understand that because Jesus Christ was born in this world and to die for us and to be raised again and to be our chief shepherd the Lord Jesus Christ is our chief shepherd the Bible says he is our chief shepherd 
God, the Lord, has been the shepherd for his people, Israel. And for the New Testament believers, the ultimate shepherd is the Lord Jesus Christ, our God Almighty. So when he was born, when we say born, he's God Almighty, he has no beginning and no end. But when he took the form of a human being, when he came into this world, the group of people who received direct angelic visitation, other than Mary and Joseph in the dream, and Zacharias, were the shepherds. God didn't send the angels to Herod, who was the ruler there. God didn't send the angels to the nobles who were there. God didn't send the angels to the innkeeper there to say, hey, give room for the Messiah who's going to be born. As soon as Mary and Joseph enter Bethlehem, a big house opened up and they were so comfortable then. The story doesn't go that way. very different it turned out to be very different God Almighty the maker of heaven and earth is coming to this world but there are a select group of people that God reaches out in a supernatural way there's a supernatural visitation that we see here that most people did not receive. You also see the shepherds, what they do, they were watching their flock by night, worked so hard. When everybody was sleeping, they were watching their flock by night. Now, I'm sure there would have been many groups of shepherds there. Obviously, this group of people, of people who were obedient to God. When the angel came and told them, they immediately got up and went to see the Christ child. There are two groups of people here. The shepherds who were given the angelic visitation among all those other shepherds would have been there and also there is the classes of people who would have been there now the shepherds had a direct encounter with the angels of God who carried the message the messengers of God he came and gave them the message. And after that, what happened? The shepherds, they go and they see the baby. This baby is no ordinary baby. This baby came to this world to save 
mankind. They had the privilege of not only seeing the angels, they had the privilege of seeing the Messiah. Besides Mary and Joseph there, the Bible does not record anyone going and seeing Jesus Christ following the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Such privileged people were the shepherds. Now, with the encounter they had with the angels, the shepherds took the encounter very seriously and they acted upon it. How many times has God revealed himself to you? Many times when you look at yourself, all you can say is, there's so many people dying out there. So many people who are out there who don't have the privilege that we have. Many are going to hell every moment of the day. But we are here this morning in the presence of God. Having this privilege of hearing from God through the messengers of God that God has for us every single day. What do we do with the message is very important. Even this morning, I was not expecting to come and speak here. But suddenly the Lord reminded me about the morning call. Even though I had announced it, it was towards the end, and I wanted to post it, the Lord didn't allow me to post it. It just passed my mind. But God brought it to my memory suddenly in the morning. And brought it to me that there are people who will be there in my presence. Go. And that's exactly what I did. Even then I didn't know what God was going to do. If God was going to have me pray for today's service and finish the call because we're going to be hearing God's word this evening as well. But for those who were there waiting, others, they were not here because they're not here because they heard the announcement and they didn't log on. Well, we'll have the recording, so praise God for that. But the point that God wants to drive home is when we're waiting in the presence of God, God says, I'm not going to send you back empty-handed. I'm going to visit you. I'm going to give you what I want to give you today. However, it is important for us to understand with the message that God gives to me through the messenger, what do I do with it? Very important. Jesus says this so beautifully, very powerful. 
in this world. Two people, they built the house. Two different types of house in two different places. One was on the sand, and the other one was on the rock. Both the houses had storms. Both the houses had heavy winds. There was a difference there. When the wind blew and when the storm came, one house stood firm, the other one crashed. Now, both the houses, both were built by builders, both had encountered the same storm. One crashed with a loud noise, Jesus said, and the other one survived. So what's the difference? Jesus said the answer to that question. He says in his word, those who hear the word of God and do it, obey the word of God. Those who hear the word of God and they do it. When they hear the word of God and they do it, God says, those are the people. No matter what happens, they will not be shaken. He never said, there will be no wind, there will be no storm, nothing is going to come your way. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus guarantees you one thing. This house that is built on the rock will stand firm. No matter what happens, this house that's built on the rock will stand firm. A message from the messenger of God. When it's given to us, it's important for us to be doers of the word of God. Receive it and take it in. Receive it and take it in. There was this baker in Joseph's dream who had the bread in his hand. He had it on a basket on top of his head with no covering on it. As a result of that, what happened? The birds of the air came and it started to eat the bread. No one can eat that after that. Why did that happen? Because what was given to him was not well protected. The word of God that God entrusts into our hands, we must protect it. The psalmist says this, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The Bible says, your word keeps my feet from falling. The word of God is so powerful, it's a double-edged sword. It not only protects us, but it destroys the enemy also. Jesus said this, it's written. 
Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus told this to Satan. Look, this is what the word says, and I believe it. No matter what we go through, when God gives us a message from the messenger, we need to believe it with all our hearts, as the shepherds did. They saw these heavenly hosts. They saw this heavenly messenger. They heard this heavenly message. But they didn't sit there and keep on talking about it and talking about it and talking about it and saying, oh, I'm in a, in a shock and I can't do anything anymore and this is so scary and sit without doing anything about it. These were people, once the conversation was over or once the announcement was over, they got up to go and see the Christ child. Nothing could stop them. We need to be the same way. We need to be people of faith. We need to be people who are counted worthy by God Almighty. Among all the other people in our generation, we need to be people whom God can say, I can entrust my word into your hands. I can give my message to you. I can send my messenger to you. I can give my message to you because I know you're not going to waste it. I know you're going to take it and you're going to put it to use. I know you're going to walk in it. I know you're going to live in the word of God. May God help us to understand what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Every word of God is true, purer than the silver that is tried, and the gold that has been tried. When that word comes to us, it's important for us to never let it go. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. This is God's word. We need to be people who walk in the word of God. If we walk in God's word, then we'll have the strength to take God's word. The sword. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, is all-powerful. In order for you to be able to carry that and put it to use, you need that inner strength. In order for our will to, to go in the right direction, we need the Word of God to steer it in the right direction. I want to say this last thing before I conclude for this morning. When David went before Saul, King Saul. Saul gave David his armor and everything that Saul had for David to wear and to go and stand before Goliath. David was not able to wear any of those things. He told Saul, I'm not used to this, please take this. My trust is in the living God. My trust is not in the armor. 
My trust is not in what you can offer to me, so my trust is in the living God. And he gave everything to Saul. Because David was not a warrior. He was not able to wear Saul's armor. But when the Lord enabled David to kill Goliath, after he killed Goliath, David had the strength to lift Goliath's sword. Goliath was nine feet tall. Think about the sword and the armor and all those things. The Bible actually talks about how much they weighed. Very heavy. But David was not able to wear Saul's armor. Suddenly had the strength after he brought down the giant to take Goliath's sword and cut off Goliath's head. How did he get that strength? When you do the will of God, God continues to empower you to finish what God had you start. Whatever God is leading you to do, after you put your hands to the plow, the Bible says, don't look back. No matter how impossible the task may appear, no matter how difficult the journey may seem to be, he who called you is faithful. But it's important for you to keep your eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith. And not move to the right or to the left. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. And to those who are looking to him. Just like how the shepherds had a heavenly encounter. They saw the angels. And they also saw the one who was even greater than the angels. It was right now, at that moment, in a manger. As an innocent, helpless baby who was dependent on his mother and father. May God speak to our hearts and his hour. May we become the few that God will find worthy to entrust whatever he wants to entrust into our hands. May God help us to understand what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us this morning. Jesus said that we are faithful in the least godly. Be able to entrust more into your hands and make you someone who can do more for God. He who is faithful in the least, God will make them ruler over many more areas. The messengers came and gave the shepherds this message. The message of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. When they heard the message from the messengers, they immediately did what was told to them. They went 
and they saw Jesus. You know what happened after they saw Jesus? They became messengers of that good news. They had an encounter with the heavenly being and then they had an encounter with the Lord of Lords. Most people, most people in that area never got that opportunity. You know why? After the shepherds went and saw the Christ child, they went and told everybody. They all heard that and they all marveled. The Bible never says they all went to see the Christ child. How sad. How sad. They forfeited the greatest opportunity a human being could ever get on the face of the earth because they were busy with other things. Even though the message came, oh, these shepherds had a heavenly encounter that they, for the people who saw these angels and the angels came and told them about the birth of the Messiah. And the shepherds went and saw the baby and they came and they're telling others the good news. But you know what? So many people heard them. Nobody went to see the baby. No one. Maybe never fall into that category of just being hearers and not doers of the word. Thereby forfeiting the heavenly call that God has for us. On this 24th of December 2021, as God's people, we need to resolve, resolve in our hearts that whatever God would speak to me through His messengers, God would give me His Word. I want to just take it when I know it's from God. I will do it. Without an excuse, oh, we were here all night watching and the flock. Now we need to go home. My kids will be waiting. My wife will be waiting. I'm hungry. I need to do this. Me, my, and I. was not seen in these shepherds. Once they had the revelation from God. Once the message was given from God to them. They acted upon that. That became their priority. We need to be like that. We need to be people of God who put God first in our lives. When we make the living God our main business and follow Him faithfully, God will be able to trust us to give us more responsibility into our hands so that we can bring glory and honor to His great name. So that we can be a blessing like how the shepherds were carry the good news to all those who would hear. Now what they do with it is up to them. Or we become God's messengers ourselves. When we listen to the messenger that God sends and act upon it, and as you obey the message of God, God will bless you. He'll make you into 
his good news bearer, his messenger. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Father, we thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. We thank you for your goodness. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. In due time, he will lift you up. I pray that you will continue to teach your people the value of humility, the glory of humility, the glory of obeying your word. Your word so clearly shows us why the angels didn't go to anyone but went to the shepherds because these are the only group of people who would value the message of God and would do what God would call them to do. Father, I pray that you'll bless your people this morning, all those who are here and all those who are not here because they thought as announced the morning call was not there today. Bless each and every single one of them, Lord. And when they would listen to the recording, I pray that you will bless them. Bless us this day as we go about preparing ourselves and preparing our families to go to the house of God, to be in your presence, to worship you, Father, to remember this one day, to set aside this one day remember the Lord Jesus Christ great sacrifice you left glory and you came here oh father from the streets of gold you came and you set foot on the dusty road the people rejected you The people came just to use you. Where people also followed you. And I thank you, Lord, for giving us the same opportunity which you gave to these shepherds. For us to be able to have an encounter with you that we can obey the truth so that you can bless us all the more. So this servant standing in the presence of God before the throne of God according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God I bless your people this morning with all the blessings of God that you have in store for them that they may keep their eyes fixed on you fully knowing that nothing is too difficult for the Almighty God. Let me keep the eyes on you all through this day so that you can visit them and you can lead them into a walk that will bring others to this glorious path of the cross. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.
May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon us and bless us with His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. God bless all of you. Have a blessed day walking with the King. I'm just going to say bye to each one of you. Please bear with me. Let me just shut this recording off. So.